You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. Y'all know how sometimes one thing leads to another thing and then you get to the final thing and then you're like, ah, like that's how I got here and that's why I'm here. That happened to me last week. <laughs> so I, I'm i not going to hold y'all. I was feeling a little scary. If you've been keeping up with my journey, I'm just in a state of transition right now. And I started to think too hard and too long about too much stuff at one time. And it really caused me to doubt a lot. It caused me to question stuff that I'm sure about, you know what I mean? And it had me really just wondering like, what's up? But I didn't even realize like the depth of it. I was just kind of waking up, you know, going through my day, X, Y, Z. And then I was like, what is, there's something here. And so I ended up being on a Zoom call that happened kind of webinar style. And somebody had shared something and then they were like, you know, you might have some old things that you forgot about that you need to go look at. That sparked me to go to my voice notes app in my phone and go listen to old voice notes that I recorded. So even though I am a podcaster, I'm on YouTube, I don't typically set up shop and like record videos to myself, but I did used to record voice notes and not send them out. I don't do it often, but every once in a while, I'm like, listen, I need to give me a word or I need to release this, but it's not to go anywhere. It's for me. So I go back in my voice notes, y'all. I go back. And my very first voice note is about fear. The very first one on my phone, it was recorded in 2019. This is pre-Power and Pros. I was prepping to release a podcast, but I was not ready yet. And there were so many reasons why I wasn't ready. And one of those things was I was just fearful. I was terrified out of my mind. What am I going to say? Who's going to listen to me? Why am I doing this? Why now? And it was just so many emotions wrapped in one. And I guess I decided let's do a trial run, honey, and put up this voice note and record. What comes out? What do you have to say? And in listening to that voice note last week, I felt so much peace. It was so refreshing and so kind. First of all, this is vintage desk a little bit (laughs) a couple years ago. And so I sound different. How I talk isn't as confident or sure what I'm talking about, how I landed the thought. It wasn't a podcast episode, so there was no need to land the thought. There was no destination that I had in mind. I wasn't trying to please nobody, nothing. It was just my raw thoughts. And I think I'm walking. I think I remember when I recorded this and I was walking from a friend's house on my way home. And so I had like 30 minutes of a walk and I was recording on my phone. Like I remember I had the string headphones, no AirPods. And I remember that girl. I remember who I was. I remember, I don't know exactly what I was fearful of aside from releasing the show, but I think it was the same thing. I didn't know fully at the time, but I was in a state of transition mentally, a little bit physically, and because I moved apartments a little bit after that. 
I believe. And I was just in a state of becoming who I am today and is still forming to ultimately who God wants me to be. And so in that, I had to get it out and then get it. I was writing a lot during this time. Like I just remember her. And so in 2022, listening to that voice note, I had a lot of grace for that version of myself. I had a lot of grace for that person because sometimes we get lost in the shuffle. When we're fearful of something, a lot of times our critical person is the one who is speaking, the one who isn't kind, the one who isn't gracious, the one who doesn't remember the come up story, the racks to riches when you got it out the mud. That person is not present. Typically, when we're experiencing fear, when we're in front of something that we want, that is exciting, it's new, it's flashy, it's shiny. You feel like you've been led to that place at that specific time. When fear starts to creep in, you're comparing yourself to who you wish you were. You're comparing yourself to who other people are at the time. You're wondering how you're going to be able to measure up to how other people may want you to perform or to show up. And when we do that, grace goes out the window. Actually being able to show up as you need to be, not the you that you're deciding other people need, but just the you that you are. It gets snuffed out and it's exhausted by the flames and choked out by the flame of needing to be perfect and of needing to perform for other people, for the gaze of people that you feel like are tuning into what you got going on. And so in listening to this note, I was like, yeah, that's fear. Like I just felt comforted by the fact that I understood what fear was. And because I understood what fear was, I was able to overcome it. And it made me feel so kind. And I know now that I'm more powerful, that I have more knowledge, I have more experience, I have a deeper relationship with God, I have a deeper relationship with my friends, my homies, my family, people around me. Um, My routines are different. I've accomplished more things. I've written out more things. I didn't have a podcast at that time. I have a podcast now. So many different things have changed. And yet, That girl that I was then with all of my insecurities, all of my doubts, was able to speak to the girl that I am now and give me a hug through a voice note. And so I want to share that hug with y'all. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I want to chop and screw a few minutes of the voice note together because I believe that during this season, during this time, I'm not the only one that's going through a transition. I'm not the only one that is experiencing a need of encouragement because something new is standing in front of you and you don't know how it's about to pop off right now. You don't know who is going to be supporting you at the end of this thing. And you actually don't know fully what the vision is. Like, how are you even moving forward in this space right now? And in that space, when there's a lot of unknown, fear has an opportunity to try to creep in and steal the very power that we have. And so I'm sharing this hug with you guys. Be gracious with the audio, okay? I was walking. You're going to hear some string headphones as I move. Breathing could be heavy, honey. I was doing it all. But the message is there. I hope it blesses you. And if it does, be sure that you share it with a friend. We get in our own way. We get so scared and afraid of what's to come, the unknown, fear. Fear can drive so much. It can just 
really take you to a place where you end up not doing anything or you do things that are just so far left from what you were meant to do. It's crazy and it seems almost impossible sometimes to get back on the right path. Um, and I think that's hard a lot of times because fear is rooted in truth. Fear of walking home is because there are truly some people that walk home and don't make it safely to their destination or they get there, but they're bruised somehow. Their purse is gone somehow. Um, not to be heard again, where police reports are filed. There are actual things happening in our world where that fear that I might experience walking home, though it hasn't happened to me personally, is rooted in a truth. Um, and sometimes I think certain fears are harder to navigate without self-discovery. Sometimes there's self-discovery needed to discover um, or uncover why the fear is so prevalent in your life, especially in specific times where it wasn't as heightened before. Self-discovery kind of helps you get to the root of that. And getting to the root is so important because you can't attack what you don't know in confidence. You can attack what you don't know and be successful but to attack what you don't know in confidence takes some inner work. You have to know, again, what's your power. You have to know what do you bring to the table. So that way, no matter what the opposition has to come or what the next challenge is, you know for sure what your strengths are. And by knowing that off the top of your head, you can adapt to the new situation that's before you. Um, so that inner work could look like before this podcast comes out, me recording myself 30 minutes a day and listening to myself over and just getting over the fear of me listening to me. And if I feel like I can stomach me being the hard critic that I am, then maybe just maybe somebody else would. So that could be a step or fear of walking home. It's like, okay, should I be so fearful where I'm squirming and shaking every day? No, I should not. And doing that under work could just be, okay, am I watching scary movies? Like, what am I taking in? What's the medium that's kind of taking me to this place every time I walk home? Aside from there being a truth that people don't get home safely, if I'm not listening to my, my music all the way up, or if I'm aware of my surroundings, or if I text people when I get home, if I was out with them and they know that I'm coming home, and if not... um that my friends aren't fine friends so they can see if I'm at home or not. All these different precautionary things, if I'm partaking in those, that slowly begins to eradicate the fear. Arguably, the fear of walking home is a fear that I shouldn't have, which I would agree with just because of how our society is set up. It's, it should be set up in a way where everyone feels free walking on the street. But with that not being the case, there are steps that I could do personally um, to kind of shift that and shift my perspective and shift so that way on my day-to-day -day life I can walk with a little bit more confidence a little bit more power day by day by day um I think another power that we can hold actually in fear is that power keeps you aware your senses are heightened um and that can prepare you for what's to come sometimes there's a power that you discover via attacking a fear so within that, me doing the podcast is me getting over. I just want to share. I want to share my thoughts. I want to share my poetry. I want to share 
how I'm discovering myself at this um, age of 25 in this world, in this city. And with that, I could have a fear of saying the wrong things or not being consistent or whatever those things are. So with that fear, it could keep me aware. So, okay, if I'm worried about what I'm going to say, how can I prepare beforehand? So I have a script. I have a know-how. I'm listening to myself. I know what I'm taking in. So if what I'm taking in is clean, what I'm putting out is clean. So even if I go off script a little bit, if I bear off, I do a tangent, it's all pure and out of goodness. Or, um, yeah, walking home at night, if, if that's a thing, then perhaps even making sure I don't drink too much. Adding those people on fine friends, talking on the phone while I'm walking home so that way somebody literally is with me in the moment while I'm out um, or any of those things. I think having your senses heightened can be good. It can be used for good. It can kind of help you to empathize with others if they're going through a similar situation. Sometimes our fear is so, so deep in us that we can't see the people around us and how they're affected or what we can do to maybe make things better for all those around us and kind of be a catalyst for a movement change. So having those senses kind of hyper aware can get you to a place where the fear is working for your benefit. And I think the last thing of how we can find power in fear is that fear is moving rational to address an irrational issue so if each time I walked home I got attacked it would make sense to be afraid of my walk tomorrow because I've gotten attacked yesterday and the day before then day before and the day before so that would be moving rational to address a rational issue I'm this is an active problem but if I'm scared to walk home each day, if I'm scared to engage in conversation with someone each day, or if I'm scared I'm going to not perform my job each day. But yesterday, I did perform my job, and I actually got a good job email from my teammate. Or if I'm worried that at the next poetry slam I go to, no one's going to show up, when at the last one, I had nine people come out. Or if I'm worried if I, I have something kind of deep and personal I want to say to a friend I'm not sure how they receive it but I talked to them just last week about something that was just as or maybe even deeper on a level of personal personability then why this week would I move in fear to address an irrational outcome it makes no sense outside of the fact that fear is just kind of rooted in us um but I think that Moving in fear affects the move we were destined to make all along. So if I was supposed to put this podcast out maybe five years ago, but I was moving in fear of if people would care or what my voice would be like or do I have anything to talk about the subject matter, that fear paused me, stopped me from doing what I was meant to do. And in that, I wasn't possibly doing something I was destined to do all along. And with destiny, you'll always affect other people, always. So by not moving powerfully and strongly and confidently in that, I wasn't able to bring others along with me on that journey and beyond. So unpacking fear, finding power in that, seeing how fear can work for your benefit 
it's hard work. Again, it takes self-discovery. It takes a breakdown of maybe your past, issues that you have with the future that you're thinking about prematurely, and how how you want to attack fear. There are ways where you can do it silently. You can over-prepare. You can just decide when something, when you feel the ping of it, that you're going to go head-on against it in that moment. Um, there are different tactics that can be used but for sure for sure for sure one thing's for certain fear must be attacked no matter what way you look at it it's holding you back if that's the way that you're moving and in some cases it could prevent you to not move at all um so kind of just want to close with a question we'll do these every week you can write in hit me um on instagram on our emails here or even um, via the show review and notes. Um, but just wondering, how can you attack fear this week? If you know for sure there's something that has just been preventing you from moving in your purpose, moving in your calling, how can you attack that personally in your own life? And if I have any writers here on the show, or if you, you do journaling or whatever it is, let's try an exercise of, and the prompt is simply unpacking fear. Whatever that looks like for you, if you just write that at the top of the page, what spoos out? When you think of unpacking fear, it could be mother issues. It could be, again, like my poem, writing on walking home. It could be fear of being successful and how will you handle that? How will that look? How will others handle you with your new success? Whatever that could be, just unpacking fear. Take time to really sit with that. Think about that and unpack that. Like, what does that mean to you? And it'll likely manifest the power that you need to overcome it simply by recognizing and giving name to what it is that could be holding you back. That is the end of the snippet. I hope it has been a blessing to you guys. Remember that fear only has as much power as you give it. It only can have as much of your attention as you give of your attention. It can only have as much of your words and your authority as you give it. We are called to be conquerors. We are called to, we already have the victory. We're just walking it out. In the walking it out, you may seem like you're trying to get to the finished product. The finished product is already determined. Where you are headed is already established. It's already set up. You are just walking along the path to seize it. Remember that. Keep that at the front of your mind as you navigate this week and kick it with your girl next week. It is the final prayer call and Devo week of the year. If you have not tapped in yet, if you've been hearing me talk about it month in and month out and you know that you're supposed to join, be sure that you hit the link and tap in. I'm going to repeat it again. So the devotionals are through the Bible app, you version Bible app on your phone. And we pick a plan and we do it together. Typically about five days. Sometimes we've been doing a couple that are seven, but we hop on together. We do the devotional. We'll share a couple of thoughts. That's it. So if you're not ready to join the call, if you can't join the call based on where you are, the time's on the line for your schedule, all good. Join us on the Bible app. You can hit us 24 hours there. Okay. And then for the prayer calls, we meet up every morning, the week of the call. So we'll kick off on Monday and it starts at 7 a.m. Eastern. And we just hop on. It's a key y'all. Like we have fun. We share with each other. The devos kind of guide our chats. And then we pray with each other. We pray for each other. And it is really a space that is just 
yeah, it's vulnerable, right? But it is really empowering because you're able to see one that you're not alone. People that you know that you don't know are able to support you exactly where you are and you're able to grow and stretch your faith. I have grown so much since we started doing these in February and we're in December and we're still kicking and everybody that has joined has really, really loved it, which I'm thankful for because your girl was a little intimidated when we kicked it off, but we're here. So shout out to those who have been joining. I can't wait to see you guys next week. And if you have yet to tap in, I can't wait to meet you there. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye y'all.